means we can all listen to the sunny side of sports. Great show, bro. This is sunny side of sports. Right here on The Voice of America. Voice of America. The Voice of America is continuing its special basketball Africa League programming on this Friday. There are two games in Cairo, Egypt. VOA English Radio will bring you the second game. A top-of-the-table clash at 2100 GMT UTC between defending league champion Zamalek of Egypt and Petro de Luanda of Angola. You're listening to the sunny side of sports on The Voice of America. Prince Nesta will join me for our pregame show at 2030 GMT UTC. Right now, I'm joined by VOA colleague Sunday Shamari and one of Zamalek's top players for a special Basketball Africa League discussion. Sunday, welcome to the show. Thank you, Sonny Young. It's so <laughs> nice to be here. Thank you for this invitation, and I'm happy and delighted and thrilled to enjoy this basketball ride. Great to have you for this basketball ride. Joining us from Cairo this evening is Nigerian international and Zamalek big man, Ike Diagu. Ike, thanks for uh, joining us on the show. Uh, Thank you for having me. Thank you for having me. Well, Ike, you've played a couple games with Zamalek. Uh, in the Basketball Africa League. What's the atmosphere been like there in Cairo? Uh, The atmosphere has been really nice. Um, Our fans are pretty crazy here, pretty passionate. So uh, it's been been really nice to be able to play in front of the home crowd. Uh, I'm really enjoying myself here in Cairo. Wow, that's great to hear. And um, just wanted to know your take. I know you have a big game coming up with Petro. Can you tell us uh, what's the preparation going into this game? Um, really just playing hard, playing with effort, um, executing our game plan. Uh, you know, these teams here are very experienced teams with high-level players and uh, elite-level athleticism. So uh, it really just comes down to excellent those and executing the fundamentals uh, in order for us to, uh, to be victorious in this match. Ike, the last game uh, Zamalek played against the Cape Town Tigers, you were trailing at halftime, and uh, you were struggling a bit in the first half, Ike. I don't think you made any field goals, but I'm wondering, did you did you eat some kind of superfood at halftime? Because you you tore it up in the second half, man. <laughs> yeah, nah, I don't know really what happened in the first half. Um, you know, those are shots that I normally make, and I was just short. Um, missing my shots, and uh, my teammates just told me to stick with it, and you know they kept instilling confidence in me. And finally, once I seen one go in, I you know I was back to normal again. So all I had to see was just that one go in, and then uh, the rest was history. Wow, that's great! And I just wanted to know my interest here was with your, you know, your opponents that night. How did you feel the game, and who was maybe? difficult to handle and how did you come about and making sure that okay i got the way you're filling this out and do my way the what i want to do um are you talking so you're talking about the, the, the this last game that we played that's correct yes uh i'm sorry ask the question again sorry what did you find so difficult to handle in the first quarter i mean before you got your way in the second half 
Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't think it was anything that they were necessarily doing because I was getting wide open looks. You know, I was getting wide open looks and I was missing them, leaving them short. Uh, I just wasn't really shooting with the confidence that I know that uh, I should have, you know, as a really good shooter because I consider myself to be, a, you know, an excellent shooter. So uh, it was just a matter of trusting my instincts and trusting the work that I've already put in and going out there and shooting with confidence. So like I said, once I saw the first one go in, then the rest was history. I talk a little bit about uh, the Zamalek team overall, uh, the team spirit. Uh, What's it like playing for Zamalek? I know you've played for a few teams in your career. What's it been like to play for Zamalek? Uh, it's been great. You know, this uh, franchise is very proud. Um, you know, around the city, uh, everybody um, supports you, and they want the best for you. Uh, we're part of a big club, a uh, soccer team, and different types of youth teams, so the city really rallies around the team. Um, so it's been really amazing to uh, represent such a great and proud franchise. And I think, Ike, going forward now, you have, I'm sure, a couple of players that you're looking forward to meet in the next game. And maybe are there specific people that you say, I have to be careful playing against, or what is the plan here? Because you have people like another big man, Yannick Moreira. Yep. Good player. Yeah. Uh, you know, I always look forward to playing against everybody. Uh, this is my, what, 17th, 18th season playing. So, uh, you know, I've literally faced the best in the world. So I look forward to matching up against anybody. Um, I don't really worry too much about, uh, I'm not really scared to play against anybody. Because like I said, I've literally played against some of the greatest players that ever played a game of basketball. So if you're just tuning in now to the sunny side of sports, we're talking with Ike Diagu, the Nigerian international who's playing now for Zamalek of Egypt. Zamalek, the defending basketball Africa League champion. And Zamalek has a big game later Friday night against Petro de Luanda of Angola. Both Zamalek and Petro have won their first two games in the Nile Conference phase of the Basketball Africa League. Also joining us for this special Basketball Africa League discussion is my VOA colleague, Sunday Shamari. Ike Diagu, this is the second season of the Basketball Africa League. Last year, kind of a compressed two-week schedule in Kigali, Rwanda. What do you think of the Basketball Africa League overall like? Is it a stepping stone for young African players? Yeah, it should be a great stepping stone for young African players. Um, you know, this is an event that's been put on by the NBA, so everything is first class. Um, it's a lot of exposure. And uh, I really like how they how each team has um, their, uh, I guess, their call-up from the NBA Academy. So, uh, each team has like a 15 or 16-year-old that's part of the NBA Academy. Uh, that's able to come out and, you know, practice with the pros and get some game action. So, yes, it's definitely going to be a springboard. And now the entire world gets to see just how talent-rich Africa is when it comes to basketball. Another big man I've seen there in Cairo, Ike, uh, Dikembe Mutombo. Uh, He was on the sidelines during one of the games. Uh, Ike, maybe some general comments about Dikembe and and what he's meant. 
for African basketball. You know, I mean, one of the ambassadors, one of the true ambassadors uh, for African basketball. I mean, uh, what can you say? A Hall of Famer, his career speaks for itself. Uh, but he was one of the first uh, to bring awareness to uh, Africa back in the 90s. So uh, to see it. To see his work come full circle uh, is a beautiful thing. Uh, nothing but respect for uh, Dikembe. What about you, Sunday? What, what do you think about Big Dikembe? Big Dikembe is the man. Big Dikembe is an icon. Big Dikembe is everybody looking for in Africa. This is a man who came from Congo to be the tall man in the NBA. <laughs> and the whole entire world looking at Dikembe. So you can imagine all those young players... All those young, I know, just only not only players, but even young men and women in Africa, they're looking up to him. And if he can do this and change and do a lot of stuff, then then they learn a lot. And this is a great inspiration for so many people in Congo and in Africa as a whole. So we really enjoyed what he was doing. Ike Diagu joining us here on The Voice of America. I'm also joined by my VOA colleague. Sunday Shamari and uh, Ike right now your team looks in uh, great position to advance to the playoffs uh, next month uh, in Kigali uh, talk a little bit Ike about the just the general uh, basketball atmosphere in Egypt uh, is it is it a good environment for basketball place for basketball like i said uh, especially with this club man uh it's a very storied club they've won a lot of championships and the fans are very very passionate so um there's good basketball played here in egypt i mean obviously these guys uh, won the championship last year uh, a lot of talented players uh not only uh on our team but in the egyptian league in general so uh i really enjoyed my time here in uh cairo and I think, Ike, uh, right now fans are really, really looking up to you guys since, if you remember now, they're just trying to heal after losing the opportunity to play for the World Cup in soccer, you know, when they lost their last game right. against Good Senegal. <laughs> <laughs> and I remember, Ike, I was in Egypt in 2019 when they got out of the African Cup of Nations. And the whole entire stadium was quiet because it was full of enthusiastic students, every people of so different kinds, even young ladies, young men. Everybody enjoyed the game. So now, Zamalek, you are the defending champions. But I'm thinking, did you hear the message from Monaster? <laughs> they are ready for you. I mean, it looks like they were really looking forward to get to the finals again and say this time around we are not to do any mistakes. Now I'm just wanna I'm just wanna trying to understand what's the atmosphere on your camp looking ahead if that happens again. Can you make it happen? Well hopefully we do go that far and um, you know like I said every every opponent presents his own challenge and um, that's a good team. We're a good team, and I guess we'll see what happens when we talk to each other. But uh, we're definitely looking forward to the challenge. Ready for the challenge. That's Nigerian big man Ike Diagu of defending Basketball Africa League champion Zamalek of Egypt. Zamalek will host Petro de Luanda of Angola later Friday night in a big Basketball Africa League game in Cairo. 
Ike will be back on the court in the Egyptian capital. And he was talking with us from Cairo. Meanwhile, Sunday, Shamari and I will be right back after this short break. Sporty greetings. This is Ike Diagu. You're listening to the sunny side of sports on the Voice of America. Thanks. Thanks, Ike. We enjoyed talking with you. The Basketball Africa League is back. Voice of America joins the forces with Africa's Premier Men's Basketball League to bring you the second season of the BAL. 38 games, 12 teams leaving it all on the court in Senegal, Egypt and Rwanda to determine the 2022 season champion. Tune in to VOA 24-7 FMs and to our radio and TV affiliates for some action. Pre-game, play-by-play, post-game. Daily highlights delivered by our finest commentators. Basketball Africa League 2022 on Voice of America. May the best team win. Basketball Africa League 2022 resumes Friday with two games in the opening contest. At 17.30 GMT, UTC, Cobra Sport from South Sudan will play the Cape Town Tigers from South Africa. Both teams have records of one win and two losses in the Nile Conference. So this will be a key encounter as they try to get themselves among the top four in the conference Our sunny side of sports listeners will remember the top four teams in the conference advance to the Basketball Africa League playoffs next month in Kigali, Rwanda. And in Friday's second game, Zamalek, the defending Basketball Africa League champion, will play Petro de Luanda of Angola. I'm joined once again by my VOA colleague, Sunday Shamari. Sunday, this Zamalek-Petro encounter really shaping up as maybe the Nile Conference title game. This will be (laughs) the game because, as you know, you have the best two teams in this group and they have proved to show the mental, the weight, and the height, and the strength. I've seen two teams that really play hard, and they have the ability. So I'm thinking, and I'm looking forward for a very good game, and I'm thinking just this is going to be a very good game, and whoever wins here, maybe you'll be the whole top and take the whole group. Yeah, I I agree. I think these probably are the two best teams uh, that I've seen in the Nile Conference. Uh, Petro's been together for uh, a long time. They have veteran players. Zamalek has veteran players. Our friend Ike Diagu, uh, he's been playing basketball a long time, and I know uh, he can still play basketball. He's he's still ready to get out there. He's still ready. Strawberry uh, Junior, too. DJ Strawberry Junior. Yeah, yeah. Uh, And uh, looking at DJ Strawberry Junior, his Mm -hmm. father was a heck of a baseball player. Daryl Strawberry. He uh, He played for the Mets for a long time. In the major leagues, and yeah, he was he was a really good baseball player. His fa- uh, his son, I should say, his son has a lot of that same athleticism. You know, he's <laughs> yes. tall and lanky yeah. and uh, good basketball player. From what I've seen, mm-hmm. uh, I love his drives to the basket. Yeah. So, uh, so yeah, so they, you know, it's in the blood, the family has all these sports um, thing running up. 
What What about Sunday? I'll ask you the question I, I asked uh, Ike mm. Diagu. Uh, what What do you think of the atmosphere in uh, Cairo that we've seen so far during these Basketball Africa League games? Yeah, I, I think you're coming to a country whereby people love sports, regardless that, as you mentioned before, People are so, this country, there's so many soccer fans in that country. But of course, now you see they have a lot of basketball fans too. And people are enjoying. And this Zamalek team, just like he mentioned, is not just basketball. You have a huge Zamalek following in soccer. That's right. So you find out that this is like a compact, is a whole general thing. Football, soccer. I mean, you're talking about soccer, you're talking about basketball. You have all these things together in a Zamalek atmosphere which is really great and they love what they yeah they do. so so i'm sure some of those fans probably follow multiple sports and, <laughs> yeah. and it carries over yeah. I, I, you know i i love i love their logo uh, uh for Zomelik. it's like an archer pulling the bow back ready to and he's it's like oh watch out for that arrow you better watch <laughs> you better watch <laughs> otherwise you'll be in trouble but let me ask you something with your experience what you have seen so far i mean I was talking to some soccer fans in Africa, thinking about what do you think in this Nile conference? And they said they were thinking like South Sudan, the Cobra sport, could be the dark horse of this tournament. What do you think about it? I watched them play, uh, and they won easily. They mm. won, I think, by 26 oh, yeah. points. Yes, a lot of points. I was really impressed. Mm. They've got some... Uh, they have one young man, 15 years old. Wow. Uh, he's he's Ike Diago mentioned that uh, right. NBA Academy Africa program, right. uh, Ball Elevate. And basically uh, what they do is they placed these young men. Mm-hmm. Most of them, I think, were between, uh, are between the ages of 15 and 19 on each of the 12 uh, Basketball the Africa teams. League teams. Right. Well, this young man for Cobra Sport, mm. uh, he is impressive. He's like uh, seven feet tall, yeah. and he can move up and down the court. Mm. But he's going to get more and more playing time as this uh, as this tournament progresses. Uh, that was their first victory. Uh, I'm going to check who uh, against Fukash. Fukash, DC, as far as yes, and DRC. Uh, next, their next game that's going to be pivotal because they're playing. The Cape Town Tigers, Tigers. on Friday. Mm. So yes. there you have a matchup between teams mm. that have each won their first game in the tournament. Mm-hmm. They each have a lot to prove. Right. And they're each making their debut in the league. Right. And that's a tough one to call Sunday. I know. That's a real tough <laughs> one. Gonna be Don't tough. put me on the spot. <laughs> but, uh, no, Cobra Sport, uh they're part of this uh, proud basketball pedigree from South Sudan. Uh-huh. Uh, remember Manute Bowl? Yes. Tell me about it. Big you know, man. Big man. Tall. <laughs> and this is what some people are saying. You might find, like, all South Sudanese are just naturally tall. This is just something that happens automatically. So you can imagine with that, and you put the skill on top of that, that is something incredible. Do you know Manute Bowl once visited our Voice of America headquarters, right here, right here in Washington, and uh, we, yeah. we, if if family members are listening, we we uh, rest in peace, Manute Bowl, because like Dikembe, he was an ambassador. Right. Well, I think Manute came here to basically record some uh, 
public service announcements mm-hmm. and, and do some interviews uh, in the building. Nice. So he pulled up in front of our headquarters mm-hmm. in uh, like one of those SUV type vehicles, almost like a Jeep. Yeah. He's so tall. <laughs> Or he, you couldn't believe what you said. That they had to take out the front seat, and he was driving. What? He was driving the vehicle from the back seat. What? <laughs> because he he was so yeah, tall. Yeah, he, he he was a tall man for sure. And, and wow. when he and when he got out of the vehicle, you saw these long legs, legs come out. And, and you're like, wait he, a minute. He was an amazing, amazing yeah. uh, specimen. Uh, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> and, and hopefully with these tournaments and when we see other players coming out, we might see the other minute balls. Yes, yes. And Absolutely. the the other player uh, who also has been to VOA from mm-hmm. South Sudan, Luol Deng. Luol Deng, yeah. Uh, who had uh, an excellent NBA career. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm, I'm double checking. I think he was named an all-star twice uh, in the NBA. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, won't, I won't put you on the spot here Sunday, but... Uh, he played one year at Duke University, mm-hmm. and that Hall of Fame coach for Duke, Mike Shashevsky, uh, recently coached his very last game for Duke University yeah. in an amazing career Absolutely. Uh, for Coach K. So, Coach K, if you're listening tonight, <laughs> shout out. Uh, Hall of Fame career. Uh, I think he probably wanted Luol Deng to play more than one season, however, before he turned professional. But, But, yeah, I think, you know, Deng is part of this whole legacy of mm -hmm. of, uh, players from from Africa. Superstars. And and let's go. Here's another question. Uh, We got a team from Cameroon playing in the tournament Sunday. Joel Embiid. FFB. Joel Embiid. Should yeah. Joel Embiid be the most valuable player this season in the NBA? Great player from Is Cameroon. Absolutely great player. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody's proud of him. Yeah, you know? I, I think he's my pick for MVP. I, I believe so, too. But uh, we'll see. Uh, what happens? We'll see what happens. Embiid is getting ready for a playoff series uh, uh, upcoming. And yeah. I'm trying to double-check. The uh, 76ers are going to play the Toronto Raptors in the first round of the NBA playoffs. Another African player for the Raptors, uh, Pascal Siakam. Yeah, Pascal Siakam uh, so we wish Siakam well. We wish Joel and B well. well. And we wish Sunday <laughs> Shamari well. well. <laughs> How about these three phases Sunday of the tournament? Do you like do you like that setup? How they they go from uh, Senegal to Egypt, Egypt to Rwanda to Kigali? Do you like Rwanda. that build up? Yeah, the build up is great, and I think it's is giving more opportunity for all these countries rather than the previous time you only had one country and now you have more than one. One, two, three. You're getting more fans out there excited. You're getting more people excited. You're getting more government. Of course, and exposure as well. Yes, thank you. <laughs> I mean, it's a great thing because, as you know, basketball brings all these people together. Yes, it is. It changes lives. It's a unifier. It's, yes, it's a unifier. So it's really needed, and I think it's a very smart idea that they did this this time around and keep on doing that. I like it, too. I think it, uh, it, 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 it kind of builds uh, yep. gradually on... Uh, the excitement mm-hmm. and the teams. Can that team beat the other team? And now, in your prime Sunday, in your av- and you're you're still pretty much in your prime. Still pretty much, yeah. In your in your in your in your. 
In your basketball prime Sunday, how many points could you score against, say, Ike Diagu and Zamalek? How many points do you think you could score against Ike? Well, against Ike, he's a big man, so it's not going to be an easy thing to do. But the only way you're going to do this is from downtown. <laughs> and if you remember, did you see the promo I did last year for... Okay. I loved football. it. I loved it. Yeah, I did a three-pointer from downtown. <laughs> nice and easy. I just make it look easy. It was not easy, but I made it look easy. You always so make it maybe. look easy. <laughs> <laughs> so maybe against Ike, I'll do like a 10, 15, uh, maybe. Well, that's probably 10 or 15 more than I would score. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and but, maybe my favorite thing I would love to do, like you remember what Guanapamo? Is it Guanapamo? Uh, yeah, Guanapamo. Guanapamo. He hit, he hit that last second oh shot. Oh, my God. That was absolutely fabulous. I would love to see something like that in a game that is so tense. You don't even expect what's going to happen. And this guy, he was just absolutely perfect. That was probably the uh, most exciting finish that mm -hmm. we've seen in the tournament. Mm -hmm. uh, and let's see, the Tigers mm -hmm. won by three points. By three points, yes. On that, on that three-point three shot. shot. So yeah, that was that was definitely uh, most of the games have been sort of lopsided, not mm -hmm. too much, but this what this went right down this to was the wire. Right down the wire. Because right down we down haven't the wire. seen this much in this tournament, especially in this conference. But this was the game that was really down the wire. Maybe the best game of the tournament. I can tell you that. And did you see what he did with his long range, his short range? I mean, he's like all over the place. And this is one thing also he did before that buzzer beating. Remember when he went to. Reverse mode? Oh, <laughs> that was... Oh, my God. That was the dunk of the game. Yes. And maybe the dunk of the tournament. It could be, yeah. I mean, right. he, he kind of like pirouetted, <laughs> and, pirouetted in the air, and then he and then, threw it well. down behind him. <laughs> and you have to be... You got to have some hops I'm to do that. You, yes, I mean, you need to. That was, that was impressive. Yeah. I mean, that was... That was an NBA dunk. Oh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> absolutely NBA dunk for so sure. So he basically had, you think about it, he had probably the two biggest shots in the game. Mm -hmm. He had the dunk. Right. And then he had that three-point shot. Right. Uh, so he's a player right. to watch. The, the guy you mentioned uh, with Gana the dunk. Pomo. Gana Pomo. Yeah. Gana Pomo. Yeah, he, he has definitely been one of the players. Uh, Ike Diagu. Ike had a heck of a game. Mm. Uh in their last game against the Tigers, I was wondering. I said, "Ike, you gotta, you gotta step it up here. You have nothing to show after one half." <laughs> right. And he he came out in the second half, guns he blazing. Just... He was firing them up from everywhere. In fact, uh, one play in particular, Ike hit a three pointer, and he got a little too emotional. I didn't ask him about that. He got a little too emotionally, and he kind of screamed at the Cape Town bench. Really? They called a technical foul on oh. Ike. So I thought that was a little questionable Sunday. Mm. You know, we, you have to show emotion on the court. Absolutely. Right? Absolutely. <laughs> and do you think there should be an all-star game? I like that idea. You know, uh, that's a great question. I, I think uh, a, a basketball Africa League all-star game. You know, maybe, maybe uh, the top tournament, mm -hmm. uh, top players from each team. Okay. Uh, maybe. Maybe in the playoff round, uh, you're, well, we're going to see eight teams in Kigali, right. the top eight teams. Top eight, yeah. So maybe you could pick uh, one player from each team, and then maybe the four best reserves from each could play uh, in the All-Star game. 
Uh, you could have a three-point contest. Dunk contest? What about Dunk contest. Our man, Ganapamo. Ganapamo will do it. <laughs> Ganapamo will be there to yeah. win, I guess. I and and even, uh, maybe even Ike Diago could get up. Oh, yeah. I, I, can, I can still get up a little bit. Oh, yeah, he can. <laughs> he can, absolutely. <laughs> I wanted to ask him, too, how he's enjoying the, the food in Egypt. Yeah, you know, uh, the other question I, I, I'll ask you. I was going to ask Ike. Some <laughs> yeah. of these games are starting, most of, a lot of the games are starting pretty late. Pretty late, yeah. Cairo time yeah, at uh, 11 o'clock. Yeah. And if you're a player, how do you think that affects you? I think for, for, for most players, it's not an easy adjustment, especially playing that late. But also another thing that I'm thinking about right now is what's happened with the Muslim world. Most of the players are fasting who are Muslims, and they have been talking about having hard times playing while fasting. Mm, mm. So if you are fasting, you're breaking the fast later in the evening after the sun goes down. So maybe that's at 7, 7.30 at their time. I'm not sure, but something like that. So after that, then you get some time to rest, and then you go to play. So I think for some people, they like it. That's about all the time we have. I want to thank Sunday Shamare hitting nothing, nothing but, but net. the net. And that wraps up a special Basketball Africa League edition of the show. Thank you for tuning in. And have a nice weekend. I'm VOA's Sunny Young in Washington, and that's the sunny side.